Not on. I go away for what, uh, uh, two days, and we've officially jumped the shark. We've officially we've officially jumped the shark with these uh, these sex get We've officially jumped the shark. The the porn star coming out and saying Donald Trump offered her money for sex. We've officially the shark. You know what jump the shark is. Do I have to explain what jump the shark is? Do do I have to explain what jump the shark is? Do I? Okay. Quick. One second. Happy days. Fonzie. He jumps over the shark. There you go. Jump the shark. (laughs) Jumped. The shark. And we've officially jumped the shark. All right. It's Rob's Gary, Rob's Gary Show. Don't forget, we are live on Spreaker right now. Yes, Spreaker. We are live on Heart Radio. We are live Blog Talk Radio. We are not live on iTunes, but as soon as we're done, it will register. So uh, listen to us at uh, all of those wonderful places. Yes, we were gone Thursday. We were gone Friday. I had to go to Texas. Now, I will talk about that real quick before we jump into the Jessica Drake. I can't believe uh, I can't believe I got to talk about this. I do. I can't believe I got to talk about this. But we will in a minute. And then I want to talk about the polls. I want to talk about um the uh, Terry McAuliffe stuff, uh, the FBI, invest- we'll get to that. Let's talk about Texas. I had to go to Texas because uh, my girlfriend, well, first, her, her parents are, 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 are born there. So the parents are still in Texas, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, Texas. So I had a baby shower because my girlfriend is pregnant about six months now. So they had a baby shower. And we had to go back there. Now, I don't go there a lot or spend a lot of time there. Better uh, three tops, four days. We were there Thursday, we flew in Thursday, we flew Sunday. So if you take out the travel days, uh, Thursday and Sunday, we're there Friday and Saturday days. And it's about all I can handle. It's all I can handle. The only thing good about Texas, and I should be seeing this because I'm a Republican, and I'm so love Texas. I mean, Texas to Republicans is what California is to liberals. If you're a liberal, California is the bastion of Mr. Douchebagus. I mean, it is the place. And if you're a Republican, can't get more Republican than Texas. I don't like Texas. I don't like Texas. First off, a lot of mosquitoes. I don't know why, but there's a lot of mosquitoes. I got bites all over my ankles. Hopefully it's not a Zika or what not. I got a lot of mosquito bites. And I didn't really go outside that much. The fact that there's mosquitoes everywhere in Texas. 
bad, bad, bad. Very bad. No, there's only two good things in Texas. That barbecue and Walmart is open 24 hours a day. <laughs> so, those are two big benefits. But other than that, not good. I had to go. They had a surprise. Um, uh, well, it wasn't a surprise uh, baby shower, but it was uh, uh, a whole kind of uh, party surprise for some people with uh, who showed up. And let me just throw this at you. My girlfriend has a friend who's getting married next month. She's getting ne- married next month. She's from Jersey. And it's going to be very cold. It's already getting cold, but it's going to be very cold next month. So she's getting uh, uh, married. So she sent uh, my uh, my girlfriend invitations. And, of course, my girlfriend sent it back and said, oh, yeah, we're going to go, blah, blah, blah. And this was a couple months ago. Now, I put a good smile on and said, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. All the while knowing we're not going to go. We're not going to go. A couple of weeks before we're supposed to go, I'm going to tell my girl, ah, come on, we're too busy. We got, well, why are we going to fly there? It's going to cost us a grand to fly, another 500 for a hotel. You buy it, come on, 1500 So I already had that in my head. I already had the planning of uh, canceling on this uh, wedding. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the situation, and here's the surprise element of the baby shower. Some people that came were a surprise to my girlfriend. So my girlfriend didn't know some of her friends that live in other states were flying in for this celebration of life. And one of those girls happens to be the girl that we're supposed to go to the wedding. Now, what do you think that means? I'm going to have to go to the wedding now because I can't cancel on the wedding when the girl flew in for one day for a baby shower. So I was pissed. I was pissed. So the wedding shower was not open to dudes, so I had to stay uh, at the house with the dad. Slept in. Even though it was a Sunday, I slept in. I missed uh, the morning football games. And I get this text from my girl that goes, Jackie is here. And I'm thinking, who the hell's Jack? You know, like, who is that? And then I'm like, oh, man. The girlfriend from the East Coast. So now I got to go to this wedding next month. So it made a worse trip into a horrible trip. Okay? It made a worse trip into a horrible trip. So here we are. We missed two days of shows. I got bug bites all over my ankles. And I'm going to have to lay out $1,500 next month to go to a wedding because the girl wound up flying in for the baby shower. 
So there you go. There's my Texas trip. Horrible, horrible, and horrible. Let's get on with the program. (laughs) All right. I didn't think I was going to ever have to talk about porn again. But here I am talking about porn again. Uh, It's like the Godfather 3. You've seen Godfather 3, right? I mean, I know it was horrible. Wasn't as good as 1 and 2. I mean, not even touch 1 and 2. But if you've seen 1 and 2, you had to go see 3. Remember Pacino? This one I thought I got out. They pulled me back in. It's the same thing with porn. Now, I don't want to go into um, too much detail about my past life, but I had a past life. I had past business. I had past dealings with the adult business. I used to go by a different name. I was involved in a court case that was uh, pretty historic. That is how I know uh, Steve Croft from 60 Minutes. That's how I know um, Jake Tapper. I like to call him the hack Tapper over at CNN when he was at ABC. I know the, uh, I think it was Samantha B. Uh, over at The Daily Show. Or one of those girls, because I was on The Daily Show. Because I also ran for mayor of Los Angeles against uh, Katie Turr's dad. He, uh, Well, he was the dad then, but now he's a girl. Katie Turr from MSNBC dad got his ding-dong chopped off. Or he just cross-dresses. But it was a guy who's now a girl. So he ran for mayor, and I beat him. Thank God. I didn't beat anybody out. Well, I did beat, I think, two other people. But, Anyways, I have a history in the adult business. I try to pretend it doesn't exist. Because individuals look down on that industry, and I get kind of pegged with a stigma. I'll give you an example. I was uh, talking with the guys at Salem about nine months ago about doing something with this program, and one of the guys at Salem said he could not get the program approved. He could not get it through their board because of my past. And I said, but it's my past. I don't do it now. He goes, yeah, but the board isn't going to want to take a risk and get blasted by people saying that they syndicate your program. And I said, wow. So I've tried to distance myself from the adult 
business as best as I could. But once in a while, I get hit with that past. So here we are, and we're engaged in an election, and part of my past comes creeping back. Uh, when I was in Texas, I got this, uh, this text from a friend. Did you check out CNN? you got to check out CNN. You're never going to believe what is going on. So I uh, kick on the news. And I'm looking at mine and this press conference. And I'm like, who, who is that? See, it's it's it's, it's Gloria Allred, the the Al Sharpton. You understand? Gloria Allred, the Al Sharpton of lawyers of of and sex uh, discrimination, sex assault, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. Anything that involves a woman, anything that involves a woman and uh, allegations of sexual misconduct, Gloria Allred is there. Just like anything that has to do with alleged racism or police brutality, anything like that, Al Sharpton's there. Same thing. Same thing. Gloria Allred is the Al Sharpton of that world. Except I think she's a legit, well, not think, she's a lawyer. I don't think Al Sharpton is a lawyer. He's a reverend. So I'm looking and I'm thinking, why is Jessica Drake on this? What? So now I got to turn the TV up. Now, mind you, I'm in Texas. I'm supposed to be on a mini vacation. I, I, I turn and I'm listening. And I'm hearing Jessica Drake, who I've known for, what, uh, let's see, 10 years? I've, I've known her since she got into the adult business. I've known her since she's gotten into the adult business. I know her uh, husband, Brad Armstrong, since he's gotten into the adult business. I know her ex-husband, Evan Stone, before. Uh, I, I mean, I know all of them. I, I know all of these people. They're, they're all scam artists. They're, 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 the girls, they're all hookers. Now, I told uh, a bunch of uh, our listeners, they were emailed, you got to talk about this, you got to talk about this. I said, oh, man. I said, it's going to drag me back into this horrible, horrible world. I go, I'll devote 25 minutes to it, and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to do. So as I listened to Jessica Drake, Talk about being at a golf tournament and them showing a picture of her with 
Donald Trump and then saying how she went to his suite where he answered the door or the bodyguard answered the door and he was in his pajamas. And then, of course, he, he, he grabbed her and kissed her without permission. And I'm thinking to myself, this has got to be the jump the shark moment as far as the media, as far as the Democrats, as far as the, the Clinton campaign. This is the jump the shark media. They're rolling out a 42-year-old washed-up porn hag. Washed-up porn hag. To talk about, I mean, we could break this down in so many ways, but to talk about Donald Trump saying, hey, do you want to have sex? I'll give you 10 grand. And I'll let you use my private jet. And this porn star turning that down and leaving the room because she felt uncomfortable. I mean, my, I, my mouth was, was just hanging open. I mean, I was like, what? Yes, the, we, jump, we have jumped the shark. For CNN to dedicate two and a half, I th- what, what the story broke Saturday, and it was on their website and their press conference Saturday, Sunday, going into today, for them to dedicate this, dedicate that much time because prior to the Jessica Drake news conference the other report was a woman coming out and saying she was waiting in a cab line she was waiting in line to catch a cab at like the U.S. Open or, or, or some type of event like that. And out of the blue, Donald Trump came up from behind, grabbed her by the breast, and then jumped in a limo and got whisked away. Now, that was the story before Jessica Drake. That was the 10th accuser. That was the 10th accuser. So now, so now, Donald Trump is like a Wikipedia troll, or, or uh, not Wikipedia, uh, Expedia. He's an Expedia troll. He, he's he's uh, Golem. He's a hobbit. He just, he's lurking. He's lurking in the crowd. And then he sees a girl and he runs up behind her and cops a feel and then 
dives in a limo and gets driven away. And my girlfriend goes, I I don't understand how these people can get on TV or get on with the – how? None of this is proven. It's one person saying Donald Trump did this. She goes, how does this how does this happen? I go, honey, it was a setup. It was all a setup. Once the NBC tape, once that came out, once the narrative was started, once the narrative was started by CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS, once that was started, which Trump is a, uh, uh, a sex assaulter, once that was started, anybody could come out of the woodwork and say he did exactly what was on that tape. And once that tape came out, it gave the media, everybody else that wrote about this, cover to say, well, he talked about it, and if he talked about it, then you can't say all these girls are lying because we have tape of him talking about it. So once that happened, anybody could come out and say, yeah, there was this time where I was waiting for a bus on uh, uh, 42nd and Broadway, and all of a sudden I felt somebody grab me by the vagina. I turned around and it was Donald Trump and the New York Post or the New York Times, or the Washington Post, or CNN, or the Boston Globe, or whoever is going to report that. And when somebody says, but how do you know that's true? It's just that girl saying this happened. Well, he admitted on that tape from 05 that he does that. And so if this girl coming out and she's saying, exactly what happened to her and it mirrors what happened on that 2005 recording, then how do we not believe her? And my girl's like, wow, that's just dirty. I go, hun, you could come out right now. You could come out right now, you could call the L.A. Times and say, Donald Trump touched me. You could call Gloria Allred right now. Call her up right now. You call her up. You call her up. And I almost, I, I almost, But I just got too much stuff going on, and she's got too much stuff going on. 
But I almost, for a brief second, thought we should do an O'Keefe-style gotcha. I should have her call Allred. We should work up a big story, suck Gloria Allred in, and then once the cameras are on, go, eh, this is all BS. It never happened. This is all sca- I, I made this up to show how uh, Gloria Allred and, and the rest of uh, the media are scum. This is all a, a BS narrative. But then I was like, oh, it's way too much work. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's way too much work. <laughs> oh, man, too much work. So there I'm watching Jessica Drake. I'm watching a, por- I'm watching a porn star. A, 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 in our world, or at least the world I was in. An escort. An an escort. And not just an escort, but being part of of a company, a group of people that that are scam artists. Let me give you a a, a quick breakdown. Just Just a quick breakdown so you have a little quick backstory. Back in the day, the guy that Jessica Drake is married to, Brad Armstrong, was married to Jenna Jameson. You all know who Jenna Jameson is. You can look it up. They were married. When Jenna Jameson first got into the business, Brad Armstrong dated her. And then they got married. She then became a big porn star. But she hadn't reached the commercial success that she would eventually go on to achieve. She was just popular in the porn world. In this little world that the porn people really feel is a big deal. And so what happened was... She wound up meeting a guy by the name of Jay Gardenia. There is a um, a hangover drink called uh, NoHo. Okay, and it's one of those, um, you know, you you have a hangover and you get effed up and you drink this uh, and it's supposed to cure the hangover. It's actually a, a penny stock. So this guy. Jay Gardenia, who used to go by the name of Justin Sterling, wound up hooking up with Jenna Jameson. He wound up talking to her. He, he, you know, in our business, everybody would see each other. And so he convinced her, hey, that guy you're with is a loser. And you could be so much bigger than you are right now. You're just big in this business, but this business is crap. You could be doing, you know, 
B-movies and, and, and uh, having a website that could generate millions of dollars and all of these things. So what happened was she divorced this Brad Armstrong and got married to this Jay Gardenia. And Jay Gardenia then went on and marketed Jenna Jameson into this multi 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 billion dollar commodity porn commodity and Jay Gardenia and Jenna Jameson basically uh, rode off into the sunset they created a company called uh, Club Jenna which was then sold to Playboy and this is when Playboy was actually still somewhat relevant they sold it for uh, Five, six, seven million dollars. Some say ten, some say fifteen, but it was more like five or six million. And that was it. They basically retired. They eventually got divorced. Jenna Jameson uh, eventually uh, married Tito Ortiz, the 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 UFC legend. Jay Gardenia uh, eventually uh, married some um, uh, sugar baby. They call him. She used to, to, to troll around all the L.A. clubs looking for rich guys. She hooked up with Jay. Uh, they settled in, uh, uh, I think, uh, Arizona with this uh, energy drink. And uh, Jenna Jameson eventually got divorced and married some uh, Israeli jewel thief or, or insurance fraud and something like that. But Armstrong was left without a wife, without a girlfriend. So Jessica Drake happened to be married to a porn star at the time named Evan Stone. And if you ever watched softcore porn on Cinemax, you would have seen him because he had long blonde hair and looked like Fabio. Evan Stone was married to Jessica Drake, and they moved from Texas to California to become stars. But here's what happened. Evan became a star quicker than Jessica Drake. Jessica Drake was nothing. She was just another blonde girl doing sex scenes for, you know, 700 bucks, 800 bucks, 900 bucks. Evan Stone, her husband, was the real star. He was the guy that was making the big bucks. He was the guy that looked like Fabio. He was the good actor, if you can believe, you know, good acting in porn. And Jessica was upset. Jessica was very upset that was nothing more than a B-list porn actress, and her husband was this star, because they both came out together. They both came to L.A. together. They were going to be huge successes together. Now, at the time, they worked for a company called Wick, which is where Brad Armstrong worked. Brad Armstrong had no 
wife anymore. Jessica Drake wasn't a star. She was uh, a, a, a basically filler girl. So you would have your stars that you would pay the big money to, and then you would get someone like Jessica Drake and pay $800 to $700 to $1,000 to to fill in the other. Brad and Jessica started a relationship behind Evan's back. So they were fooling around. I know you're thinking, how do people cheat on each other in the porn world? It's it's a weird world, but it's considered cheating. If you don't know that your other half is having sex off camera, that's considered cheating. If you're at a swinger club and everybody knows what everybody's doing, that's not cheating. If you're doing a scene with somebody and everybody knows what's going on, that's not cheating. But if you're supposed to be at home cooking dinner and instead you're at somebody's house taking the old hard high one, that's cheating. So Brad and Jessica were fooling around with each other while Jessica was married to Evan Stone. And the premise was, hey, here's Brad Armstrong. He was married to Jenna Jameson. He's the main director at this company called Wicked. Me, Jessica Drake, am nothing more than a B-list actress. My husband is the star. If I got with this guy, Brad Armstrong, could make me a star. He could do for me what he did with Jenna Jameson. So what happens? Jessica Drake divorces Evan Stone and turns around and marries Brad Armstrong. Brad Armstrong then makes Jessica Drake the featured performer for Wicked Pictures. So she now gets what she wants. As you see this history, this is not uh, some babe in the woods this is not uh, some, uh, you know, uh, 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 secretary who ran into Donald Trump and he grabbed her by the pussy. This is a calculating escort. This is a calculating prostitute. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And remember, you have to go with the premise that everything she said involving Donald Trump is true. So, and what I mean by that is, we're breaking down the story as if it's true. But I find it hard uh, to actually believe this happened. I find it very hard to believe that this happened. But we'll continue. So this is this girl's story. Now, she then six. She met Donald Trump at a charity golf tournament. 
that Wicked was part of. Somewhere in Lake Tahoe. She claims that she walked around with Donald Trump on the golf course. They exchanged numbers. And then she was invited to his room. And of course she went with two other girls. And word is, one of the other girls was a known escort. Once again, all these girls are escorts. That's what they are. And then in turn, Trump's bodyguard answers the door. Trump comes out with pajamas on like he's, you know, Hugh Hefner. Of course, follows the M.O., grabs the girls without permission, kisses them without permission. Same story that we're being told by every single one of these girls. And, of course, all of these stories follow the 2005 uh, Billy Bush tape. Jessica Drake and her hooker friends engage in light conversation with Donald Trump. And in turn, they leave. That was it. They leave. Because, of course, they don't feel comfortable. They, they don't feel comfortable. They, they don't feel comfortable. Trump then in turn calls Jessica and says, I will give you $10,000 and use of my private jet, not even a jet, because we know Trump has like a, a, a 747. I mean, it's not even a jet. So Trump's fire up that plane. The Boeing 747 or 737. He's going to fire up that plane just for Jessica Drake. And in turn, Jessica Drake says, no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I will not have sex with you for $10,000 and the use of your Boeing 737, never. And that happened in 06. Here we are. Ten years later, and Jessica Drake has now come forward to talk about the sexual misconduct. From Jessica Drake, Donald Trump, and the media's all over it because Jessica Drake is a sex educator. Listen, Jessica Drake is a 42-year-old washed-up porn chick. Okay, that's all she is. She she was a washed-up young porn chick, young enough, ten years ago. She's even more of a washed-up 
porn chick now. She comes out on a Saturday and tells the world of Trump's sexual misconduct. And a day prior, she launched a website to sell sex toys, to sell wicked porn movies. And again, the media is all over this. And where's the proof? A picture. A picture. With Donald Trump. That's the proof. That's the proof. Now, fact. Fact. There's pictures with Bill Clinton and porn stars. I mean, I don't hear... Too many news outlets talking about Bill Clinton having sex with porn stars. I don't hear too many news outlets talking about this. Because a picture with somebody, a picture with somebody normally doesn't mean that you've engaged in sex or you've engaged in sexual misconduct. Normally, you have to meet a a, a stronger level of proof. But in this election cycle, as it pertains to Trump, That's not the case. Now, now, if if you really want to break this down, think about the shark jumping here. Okay, think about the shark jumping here. Okay, just just think about this for a minute. A woman who has sex. With two, three, four, five guys, rectally swallowing semen, being fisted. I I mean, the the list goes on. I don't need to keep giving you the sex acts. But a prostitute. Okay, there's a prostitute. You know what the gimmick is? You get an iPhone camera, okay? You get an iPhone camera. You call up the agents, and you say, hey, yeah, I'm booking a scene. I would like to book uh, Jessica for a scene. I'd like to, to, to book Stormy Daniels for a scene. I'd like to book whoever for a scene. And they go, okay, that'll be $1,000. That'll be $800. That'll be $500. And then in turn, they come over and you take your little iPhone out and you put it on a tripod. 
<laughs> you film it, and they leave. And you just shot a scene. Doesn't matter if it ever went to a movie. Doesn't matter nothing. That that's that's the business. Now you just shot a porn movie. You just shot a porn movie. You don't you you, you didn't participate in prostitution because you made a movie. And in California, shooting a quote-unquote, film, paying people for sex, that's not prostitution. It's not prostitution. That, that we, there's a law out in California that deems that whole process not prostitution. Now, in other states, that's not the case. In other states, that's, that's pandering. Down in California, that's that's the case. So let's think about that. A woman who has rectal sex for two, three, I, whatever. I mean, that, that that's her business. That's her business. Okay, her business is selling her pussy. That's her business. Selling her pussy is now. On television with Gloria Allred. And this is Gloria Allred, who's supposed to represent legitimate women who have been assaulted by men. She's supposed to be representing women who were cake makers, uh, secretaries. A school teacher, whatever, who's been assaulted. Gloria Allred presents to him. Here she is, representing a woman who sells her pussy. Sells pussy. Eats semen, multiple semen, multiple, multiple, rectal sex. You know Trump offered $10,000 for her pussy. Now, now, we left now of friends. Drinking some champagne. Trump creep out of the uh, the the audience, creep out of the 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 people sitting next to her, grab her by your pussy, and then scurry off. Or the contestant on The Apprentice goes to see him at his hotel room. He 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 dumps on her and. Starts manhandling her, and she has to pop, dude. Or a seventy-five-year-old woman on an airplane who gets groped by Donald Trump. He has, he has, he has arms like like octopus tentacles. So we went from those stories to now a woman who actually sells. Her pussy. 
who sells her rectum, who sells her mouth for however many guys want to ejaculate in her mouth. Gone from women on airplanes. We've gone from women uh, 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 contestants to someone who actually sells her pussy, saying that Donald Trump offered to buy her pussy. Have we seriously reached the end of this Happy Days episode of, of Fonzie jumping the shark? Seriously, man. Seriously, if you believe the story, and I've given you the backstory of who Jessica Drake is and Brad Armstrong and Wicked Pictures. I mean, they are the low life of low lifes as it pertains to uh, the porn business. But if you believe this story, we are now watching a lawyer who is supposed to represent women who've been abused by men. Representing a woman my pussy, I sell my rectum, I sell my mouth, and Donald Trump offered to buy my rectum, my pussy, and my mouth. And give me access to his Boeing 747 or 737. And that's a story. That makes number 11 as far as women accusing Donald Trump of sexual misconduct. It's like the Democrats and the media and everybody else that are not part of the right or a faction of the right that wants Trump to win. It's almost like they went, okay, these polls are are completely fugazied. These these polls are completely fugazied. She's not up where the scientific polls say she is. It's actually unbelievably close. And we need to stretch out This list of women that are saying Trump sexually abused them. And they went, um, we're out. We're, we got this one other thing. What is it? We got this porn star. Oh, I, really? Yeah. You have a, what did she say? Well, she says uh, 10 years ago she met Donald Trump at a charity golf tournament and he offered her 10 grand for sex and uh, he she could use his plane oh god guys are you serious yeah that is so bad yeah uh okay maybe it will it will stretch it for a day or two okay all right you know what he's gonna give this big speech for uh, gettysburg all right we'll we'll at least overshadow i mean guys haven't you noticed? Haven't you noticed 
all of these crazy stories happen to coincide whenever Trump is doing something that might turn people's heads, whether it's, uh, you know, speaking at the Gettysburg or some new information that gets dropped about Hillary or, the, the, you know, Podesta email. You know, there's these new hearts. Well, they're us. Hey, look. He says he wants to poke his daughter. Oh, okay. I mean, you notice this dropped. This Jessica Drake story dropped. And don't forget, Gloria Allred is a Clinton delegate. This is somebody that's already been in the WikiLeak drops. As being in the bag for Hillary Clinton. For sending email fundraisers. For for doing everything they can to make sure Hillary Clinton gets elected. So here you got a Trump speech. That's going to outline his first 100 days as president. And all of a sudden, you have washed-up porn chick talking about Donald Trump offering her $10,000 for her vagina. And that's a story. That's a story. That's a story that CBS, everybody picked it. And no one, no one in the media questions any of the motives behind any of these people. And as long as Democrats control the media, the media is controlled by Democrats, there's never going to be pushback. Just like Joe Biden talking about wanting to beat up Donald Trump behind a, a, a... a locker room. In school, you know, I would take Donald Trump out behind the the the, the barn or the, but what are you gonna do, Joe? What are you gonna do a deliverance? What do you mean? What are you gonna say he's got a pretty mouth? What are you gonna do, Joe? And I would, you know, I, imagine if 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 a rip. Listen, Trump says something. That the media smells like a dirty fart that, in their mind, is inciting violence or calling uh, millions of people to shoot Hillary Clinton in the face. And it's a story. This is actually Joe Biden saying, I'll, I'll beat his ass. That's what I, I beat his ass. And it's like, oh, it's just, <laughs> it's just. Just Joe. Are you kidding me? If rather it's Trump or a Republican, imagine if, if a Republican came out and just was like, you know, this Obama, you know, someone that that is that lies like you. Know. So you know what? Back in my day, I would have took this Obama behind the 
the the the the the, the school shed, and I would have whooped his ass. There'd be, there'd be pandemonium in the Man, there'd be story after story with Daily Beast, and John Oliver would do his little the little wit English humor. Oh, to die! You get up. Body, I don't necessarily believe in God. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I'll admit it. I know that's that's strange. Republican to admit. But I will admit that every while I pray to God that he will kill certain liberals. I do. I do. I say. I, I say this. I'm going to tell you. I'm honest with you guys. I don't believe in God. But every, eh, maybe once a week, I say, I do a prayer. And want me to tell you, want me to show you the prayer I do? I know I'm getting off the beaten path of, of Jessica Drake. But this is what I do. Here's the prayer. I go like this. Oh, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I love you very, very much. I don't necessarily believe in you. Who am I BSing? I don't believe in you. But here's your opportunity to show me something, to do something that can make me believe in you, that can turn me, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And I'm not talking about putting your face on a piece of toast that's not, or a flower or a rainbow. I need some, some legitimate, I need legitimate proof, okay? I need proof of life. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, the greatest, uh, greatest, greatest Savior of all time. Here's what I, I need you to do for me. And if you do this, if you do this, I will believe in you. I will believe in you, and I will be like John Denver in the movie Oh God, where I will, I will run around the country and, and, and make people believe because I will say that you talked to me and you did something for me. And I'll even go a step further. Oh, God, book two, the, the crappier of the, the Oh, God movies, but was still good nonetheless. But think God, I, I, will, I will run around and I will write, think God everywhere. I will do that until they want to lock me up in a mental institution. Here's what I need you to do, God. Here is what I need you to do. Here's what I need you to do. I will believe. Kill John Oliver. Kill John Oliver this week. Please, God. Thank you. I love you. I mean, the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's my prayer. That's my, that's my God prayer that I do. About once a week. I do. I do that once a week. And I know if I wake up in the morning and they go, uh, to top breaking news, John Oliver died today. I'll be like, oh, Jesus. Yes, I believe. And then, like, uh, another week, I'll, I'll, please, God, kill Bill Maher. Another week, and I'll go, okay, kill everyone associated with the Daily Beast, especially uh, Olivia Nunez and the Asian Kishwan Mashman. Kill them, please. And then uh, it, 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 every week, it's a different death prayer. It is a liberal death prayer. So far, none of them have died. Henceforth, I don't believe in God. But back to the Jessica Drake story. If we were to believe this story, 
we are to believe that Donald Trump offered her $10,000 and the use of his private Boeing 737, and she turned it down. She turned it down. She turned it down. Somebody that has spent her life maneuvering from uh, guy to guy to try to get somewhere in 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 the industry or or in any walk of life to to, to try to reach some form of success. And this particular time, she turned it down. She turned it down. Imagine that. She turned it down. What prompted you to come forward? When I saw Anderson Cooper, when I saw Anderson Cooper come out and ask Donald Trump that question, have you ever kissed a girl? Are you sure? As soon as, as, soon as Trump said that, that's when I decided to come out. Got it. The same story from every other girl that has come forward. Got it. Oh, my God. <sighs> Unbelievable. 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 And the best part is, the whole $10,000 and the debt thing, that story doesn't even match any of the other stories. That's why I'm saying it's like, it's like this was, it was like that bottom of the barrel. It was that bottom of the barrel. So it's like, this is all we got. What do you mean that's all we got? It's all we got. No, there's got to be one more in there. Not, this is it. We could use get app to go. This is it. This is all we got. This is it. This is it. This is it. Talk. Okay. F it. This will be the last one. This is it. Go ahead. He's doing that Gettysburg thing. Go throw it out there. All the all the other stories. You think think about the Apprentice Girl. Think about the ones that are associated to. The business. Think about the ones that are associated to the pageants. None of them have the MO of, well, I'll put you the executive director of my uh, golf club here. All you got to do is give me oral once a week. That's like $10,000, right? That's like private jet. This one out of the blue. Now we got money. But again, but again, if you want to say it's all true, where's the sexual misconduct? Uh, you're offering a hooker money to have sex. I don't know. Sounds like you're jumping the shark. Oh, okay. Now, my prediction is there won't be any more women that come forward. My prediction is it's over. My prediction that the George Bush DUI story, that's what it's kind of like. Two weeks before the election, I would say it's over. 
the damage had been done. Northeast, we're being told the damage is done. And I want to talk about the polls when we come back. I'm done with the porn story. They drag me in. Now I'm getting out. All right? I'm, I'm out. It's Rob Scarrett. It's Rob Scarrett. You'll be right back after these words. Let's talk about the polls. Don't go away. Don't forget, we are on speaker right now. Speaker, go. We're on Heart Radio, go. We're on Blog Talk, go. We're not live on iTunes, but you can go there now. Go. Not on SoundCloud. That you can't go. Don't go. But all the other ones got. All right, Rob's here. Rob's here. Be right back. Speak to Alaska right now. Build the wall. Build the wall. Tempe to hire.
constantly I'm, I'm, I was kind of distracted because I was looking at I, my emails are pulled up and somebody emailed me a link to uh, Amy Schumer. And I'm like, wow, she's just what a hog Amy Schumer is, man. Just what a what a beast she is. Just a just a just a big old hog. Just a big hog. All right, let me get back to polls. So I, it's funny to watch the left be distraught. I guess you could. Call. I was watching Anderson Cooper and. Uh, and Lemon today, um, being distraught because Trump, people on the right, say how the polls are rigged, how the polls are phony, how the, how the, how the polls are fugazi. And watching Anderson Cooper and, and Don Lemon have this expression of disbelief, like, huh. How can, unbelievable, how can they say the book? And then people on the right, my people on the right, who when uh, WikiLeaks drop emails between Podesta and other individuals outlining how you rig the polls, where you do oversampling and so forth and so on, to watch those on the right be, aha, aha, we... Kind of like when the emails exposed different reporters having lunch with Podesta or dinner, or whatever the hell they were doing. And they were going, aha! Uh, this is all this, we've known all of this! We've known all of this! We've known all of this for years. For years, we've known all of this. We've known all of this for years. And I guess it takes a, a WikiLeak dump for everybody to believe it? I mean, just look at the sampling on the polls. Just look at the, just look when you see Democrats were sampled more than Republicans. Just look at the polls itself. So both sides, how they laugh at the polls. The left laughs because people on the right say the polls are rigged. And the right is outraged because there's information that are showing that the polls are fugazis. And at the end of the day, if you take the left and you take the right and you just throw it out the window and just look at what you see with your eyes and go, ABC News, Washington Post, they put out a poll over the weekend. 
Saturday, I think it was, that has Trump down 12 points. And you go, oh, my God. And then CNN puts out a poll today that has Trump down five points. Just that alone, just that alone tells you that the polls are fugazis. That the polls are set up to create narratives. The polls are set up to depress voters. And then if you throw in Bloomberg, they're at nine. Throw in real clear politics polling, and they're at five. Throw in Investor Business Daily, which has a tie. Now you got four polls, and they're all drastically different. And yet, Anderson Cooper, with his smug that, he, again, with my, with my liberal death prayer that I, to, to Jesus above, Laughs, <laughs> to say the the polls are 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 rigged. What the, compared to these online polls that Trump talks about that we know are not scientifically proven? Scientifically proven. Anderson, Anderson, Anderson has the amyl nitrate made your brain mush. How can you talk about anything being scientifically proven if your poll is at plus five for Hillary and ABC's poll is plus 12? That, that's not one or two points. I, I mean, that's drastically different. That is drastic. Five and 12 different and you have the audacity to have your little amyl nitrate smug face (laughs) how can he talk about fixed polls (laughs) bro 5 and 12 is drastically different drastically different the narrative all weekend was 12 points. ABC, Washington Post, 12 points. And don't forget, ABC, George Stephanopoulos, former employee of the Clinton administration, and the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos' blog. They, they, they came out right out of the gate. We are going to do everything in our power to destroy and, and just just kill Donald Trump. They have a 12 deficit. That's the narrative Saturday. And then CNN is five. And Cooper and Lemon and Blitzer actually talk about scientific 
We've talked about this before. When I hear the word scientific, I think of curing polio, AIDS, tuberculosis. To me, that's scientific. Making an airplane fly. To me, that's scientific, okay? To me, that's some scientists. Even making an airplane fly. You know, there's some, some, there's some, some scientists somewhere in there. That, that's what I think of scientists. Not some super PAC employed by Hillary Clinton. Going okay. Uh, let's we'll we'll take a sample. We'll call this person and we'll. Uh, I mean, just just the fact that they use people with landlines. Who the f has a landline? Hey, have you ever looked at some of the data? Well, th- this this poll was conducted over the past three days, involving 975 people, 410 of them. Uh, that had a landline, 250 of them who had cell phone. Ele- Listen, any poll that's conducted with anybody that has a landline, to me, doesn't count. A landline? You know who has a landline? You know who has a, a landline? My 79-year-old dad. That's who's got a landline. And when I call and he answers the phone, I, I hear this whistle because his hearing aid interferes with the and he's Oh, hold on. Hold on. And then he has to turn his hearing aid down so that the, the I mean, a landline. A landline. And this is the scientific poll. This is the, this is the scientific polls that Mr. Amyl Nitrate Anderson Cooper laughs at when, when Donald Trump or, or anybody, any of us say, I don't know if I believe the polls. I'm not saying that Trump is up by 12, but I don't know about this down 12 points. I don't know about this down five points. I think this is a narrative. When they pull out a 12-point poll, and then every single uh, channel that has any form of news says, uh, Hillary Clinton has this in the bag. It's over. She is now focused on trying to get senators and, and, uh, and, and congressmen elected. She's now focused on the transition. T- I, I don't I, just more propaganda. Just more propaganda. I mean, all polls in general, listen, all polls in general are, are nothing more than propaganda. When, when you see a poll, uh, 59% of the American people have no problem with a guy dressed as a girl going into women's bathrooms. It's propaganda. It's not, it's not real. That's not real. It's a way for the media, which is controlled by the Democrats, to influence people because you have 
swaths, and I mean swaths, of people who don't want to feel like an outcast. You have millions of people who go, oh, well, the, the poll says that 95% of the American people uh, don't like Dr. Pepper. God, I don't, I love Dr. Pepper. Jeez. I don't want to, I don't, you know what? I don't like Dr. Pepper. All all these polls are for, listen, again, scientific, when somebody says we sampled 952 people, half with the landline, half with the, the, I mean, that's, listen, that's why there's no national, that, that, that's why you only have certain things that get voted on. That's why certain things that do get voted on have to meet a certain criteria. You have to have a certain amount of signatures. It has to it, jump through hoops. It, you realize how drastic this country would look if you actually had national voting for different things. California years the bastion, the bastion of liberalism. We had a gay marriage amendment that got voted down. People were stunned. People were shocked. People went, how the hell could California vote against gay marriage? How does this happen? And of course, then, then you heard the word rigged. Oh, that's rigged. The, the, the way it appeared on the ballot, the way the money was spent, the way. Remember, liberals have no problem throwing around the word rigged. Liberals have no problem with the word rigged. Al Gore, the election was rigged. John Kerry, the election was rigged. Anytime anybody loses a seat in Congress, it's because it's rigged. It's What do they call it? What do they call it? Gerrymandering? That, that's another word for rigged. It, it's rigged. Democrats constantly talking about that. John Oliver, the, the liberals' British hero, he, he's done entire episodes, little segments about how Republicans have have, have have rigged the way the lines are drawn up. They, they rigged the system. Bill Maher, rigged. It's rigged. Liberals love using the word rigged. That's the only reason Republicans control the House, because it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. 
California voted against gay marriage. Rigged. It was rigged. So if they actually had voting on these issues, the country would look drastically different. The country would look drastically different. But they don't. And that's the only true way. That's the only true way to find out what the American people want. You don't get it from BS poll that CNN Cosmopolitan does or BuzzFeed does. 5% of the American people are completely fine with men dressed up like women running up guys are bad. So just the fact that every one of these polls are directly different. They're, listen, if these polls are scientific, okay, if these polls are scientific, real simple, if these polls are scientific, they all should not be drastically different. And if you push a liberal on this, the the the, the response is, well, uh, listen, there's not one poll that you could find that has Donald Trump ahead. Okay, end of story. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that you can't create a narrative of, hey, everybody, Trump's down by 12, the election's over, get Hillary's crown and cape out. You can't do that. That's that's what the media wants. You can't do that. I mean, every single news program I watched today, all the people said was it's over. It's done. That's it. It's over. It's finished. Even though, even though, if you go by whatever BS polls they have in the states where it matters, every one of these polls either have Trump and Hillary deadlocked or Hillary's up by one or two, which, again, makes the narrative of a 12-point lead a fugazi, because if Hillary Clinton is up by 12 points, according to the Washington Post, but yet Ohio is basically uh, a dead heat. North Carolina is basically a dead heat. Iowa has Trump up. Nevada, Florida, all of these states have Hillary and Trump either neck and neck or one or two points separate them. But yet, the ABC News poll has a 12-point spread. Well, how is that 
poll sampled. Did you have people sampled from California? Did you have people sampled from New York? Did you have people sampled from New Jersey? I mean, if you were sampling people from those states, kind of a a plus D, don't you think? So just the concept of scientific polls is a laughable statement. Because if something is scientific, you don't get variations that are plus 12, plus 5, plus 2, plus 4. That's not scientific. If you find a cure for polio, there's not seven different cures. If you, if you find a cure for gelosis, there's not seven different cures. There's one formula. It's one formula. That's it. That's it. You might have variations, kind of like Viagra. You might have variations. Ultimately, they all have the common underlying medicine in every single one of them that gets your prick card. There is no variation. There isn't like, oh, it's, it's, it's apple crisp. No. It's Rules that Andrew Cooper likes to ah, It's not scientific. Not when you have a discrepancy of plus five, plus five, two, plus four. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. When they do the polls and go, how do you think Obama's doing as a president? Oh, 58%. I love him. He's like, ah, we're out, 58 How do you think the president's doing as it pertains to ISIS? Oh, horrible. How do you think he's doing with the economy? Oh, horrible. How do you think? The guy gets a failing grade on all of his issues. Failing grade. But in the overall general question of the approval ring, oh, it's through the roof. It's just insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And any of the stuff that's been coming out that that was happening when a presidential campaign wasn't going on, or I say Donald Trump, or a Republican for that matter, would be the death nail. I said last week, let's just say, for the sake of argument, Hillary wins. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, Hillary wins. What the hell kind of presidency do you think this is going to be? This stuff that's come out that the media's ignoring, they're not going to be able to ignore anymore. 
they're, they're not going to be able to ignore any of this stuff. What the hell do you think is going to happen? What, what, you're seeing reports of Terry McCullough donating to FBI uh, 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 wife campaign. What do you think? This is all going to end? Ends in two weeks. Just if, if, worst case scenario, she wins. What do you think? That's it? It's smooth sailing? The presidency. It is you know when we hear liberals go ah Trump's gonna get impeached it'll be over. Listen, if you think Trump is gonna get impeached, what the hell do you think's gonna happen to Hillary Clinton? What do you think's gonna happen to Hillary Clinton? And imagine everything that she's either said done that is opposite. As far as the emails, the, the public persona, the private persona, all of that stuff. It's all going to be held. So it's it's going to be just like this. Hold it. Like, okay, check mark, check. You know, when you, when you hear rules, when you hear the liberals sit there and go, ah, the Russians, the Russians are worried because they want Donald Trump. They, listen, the liberals, they should be, they, if it's the Russians, and remember, who says it's the Russians? The Obama administration? Really? Do we believe anything Obama says? Seriously, do you believe Anything Obama says. Got a report today that, that, that says the premiums on all of our insurance is going up 20%. I mean, everything that, that everyone on the right said about uh, Obamacare is happening. Remember, everybody mocked Sarah Palin like she was the biggest dope in the world. Big, stupid Sarah Palin. Yeah. I get it. There's some things she's said and done that are kind of dopey, but everything she said about Obamacare wasn't. Dopey campaign was pretty, pretty right on as it pertains to Obamacare. Pretty right on, man. We believe Obama. It's the Russians. It's the Russians. Okay. Okay. Well, those same Russians, those same Russians that are doing all of this, all of this to to, to rig the election for Donald Trump, those same Russians, the primary, so Hillary Clinton could win. All the liberals. That love Hillary Clinton should be performing Lewinsky's on the Russians. It was the Russians. They should be performing Lewinsky's and, and not the Lewinsky's 
where they get on the dress. I'm talking about down the hatch, Lewinsky's. Because if any of this stuff came out during the primary, Bernie would have won. Rigged the delegates and all. Bernie would have won. If this Podesta WikiLeaks email hack dropped during the Bernie Sanders primary, he would have won. 100% won. Every day, Hillary would have had to have answered every single one of these emails. The Bernie Sanders campaign would have been hammering her. They would have been hammering her on these emails. So the very system that the Hillary supporters are saying is rigged by the Russians so Trump wins. Should be giving them Lewinsky's because they rigged the system so that Hillary would beat Bernie. So this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It really is. It's just the beginning. And I get it. Liberals don't care. The media doesn't care. If Hillary wins, she's in. She's in. It don't matter. But guess what? You have to govern. You have to lead a legit divided country. We talked about this before. There is aspects Republicans did as far as Mitch McConnell talking about Obama and being the sole purpose of Republicans to make him a one-term president. And because McConnell and all the Republicans echoed what McConnell said, the media was able to play with that and paint Obama as this victim, paint him as this, this victim president. I mean, that's how we are in society now. Everybody's a victim. But they were able to do that. So we got a lot of the policies and a lot of the things as far as executive uh, action. Republicans were opposing it, not because it was good policy or bad policy. But they were opposing it just because it was Obama, because he was black. But you see, if Hillary wins, if she wins, our number one job is to get her impeached. And they'll be able to bring out 
footage after footage dating back to primaries where Hillary said, hey, Republicans are my enemies. People that vote Donald Trump are has already set the stage for millions and millions and millions and millions of people to say, that's not my president. She doesn't respect us, and I'm not going to respect her. It opens the door. 20, 30, 40, 50. Who knows how many congressmen? A liar. Remember what they did to Obama? Remember uh, the Walsh? You lie! Which turns out. Which turns out. He was right. Here we are with Obamacare. You're, you're not allowed to keep your own insurance. Premiums are to the roof. Everything Obama said about it was a lie. That congressman was right. Obama is a liar. Granted. Happening where it happened and so on was unprecedented. And yeah, it wasn't exactly... <laughs> wasn't exactly uh, in keeping with our traditions. But hey, when somebody... Even the president does something drastic. Don't be surprised if it's met with somebody or something that drastic. What Obama did with Obamacare was drastic. It's affected millions and millions and millions of people. So in turn, he got called out to State of the Union. Imagine this is stuff that Hillary's going to be dealing with if she wins. Going to be dealing with this month after month after month after month. It's, it's just going to be insane. So, as far as the polls, I said it three months ago. I said it. Go out there and look at primary. When all of a sudden, it's not leading. Get out of here. Stop. Remember, if you uh, tamp down people's enthusiasm, they're not going to get out and vote. Two weeks from the election, you tell Trump supporters your candidate's down by 12. It's over. It's done. Put a fork in it. That give up. You're going to get people that say, what's the point? You're going to get people that get their information from CNN or CBS or ABC. 
What does it matter if I go out and vote for Trump? It's over. He has no shot. The channel that I get my news from is saying he's got no shot. The newspaper that I get my news from says he has no shot. If they're all saying he has no shot, they must not have a shot. Glenn Beck, he says he's got no shot. Or listen to Ben Shapiro, he had no shot. If you listen to Hugh Hewitt, he has no shot. They're all never troopers. person stays home. That person doesn't donate any money. And that's why these polls are fugazi. That's why these polls are fugazi. Don't believe these polls. Is Trump, is he done by a point or two? Yeah. Maybe he tied. He's not down by 12. He's not down by 9. And he's not down by 5. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. I'm telling you, don't get discouraged. It is a lot closer than the media wants you to believe. It's a lot closer than never Trumpers want you to believe. It's a lot closer than the Democrats want you to believe. It's a lot closer. Internet wants It's a lot closer than any of them want you to believe. Because, see, you got to remember something. The never-Trumpers, the never-Trumpers, in their mind, here's what they're, yeah, listen, just, just listen to me. Here's what the Hugh Hewitts, here's what the Ben Shapiros, here's what the S.E. Cups, here's what the Rick Wilsons, here's what the Eric Erickson, here's what these people, have got cooking in their brains. Here's what they got cooking in their brains, okay? They helped defeat Trump. They know all this stuff with Hillary. All these scandals are going to keep coming because that's the Clinton MO. They're like that person that we all know That gets involved with stuff. And you'll say, what are you going to do about it? What if, what if this person finds out? Or, you know, what if that happens? And they go, eh, just deal with it when it happens. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, we just plow through. That's the Clintons. They're that friend that you have. They're that friend. So the never-Trumpers, the Ericsons, 
that crew. In their mind, they're going to do whatever they could do to help defeat Trump. Because you got to remember, already the never-Trumpers are trying to smooth everything over with the never-Hillarys. Because remember, the never-Trumpers are going to need the Trump supporters if they ever want to take back the White House. So already, they're trying to smooth everything over with the never with the, the Trump supporters. Well, you guys, you know, he, he was just such, he's such a flawed candidate. It's not us that is costing him the election. It's him. You all need to look at your own candidate. You got to look at your own candidate that wouldn't even do uh, oppo research. They, he wouldn't even. So they're already trying to lay that groundwork because they know they need the Trump supporters, if they ever want to get back to the White House. And that's what is in their brain. Their concept is the Hillary stuff is not going to stop. All this information that's coming out about Hillary is not going to stop. And once the election's over, if she wins, and she gets sworn in, the media will have to cover Some of this stuff, they'll have to. They'll have no Trump distractions. They'll have no uh, uh, porn stars who get gang-banged and then offered money to have sex controversies. They won't have any of that stuff. So Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon or Hack Tapper... We'll have two hours a day to fill. And as story after story after story come through, they can only pretend they don't exist for so long. So the Eric Ericsons believe that you'll either get impeached or there will be so many scandals So much bad juju. Because remember, going to be going into the White House with a, what, 60 or 70% disapproval rating? I mean, listen, more than half the country will despise, despise her. More than half the country will despise her. Even even the people that voted for her who say, because remember, Democrats are, are far better as far as loyalty than, Dem- than Republicans. Democrats are far better 
than supporting people that they despise, but they support them because they're Democrats. Republicans don't do that. And it's not because Republicans are more principled. It's because there's a good portion of Republicans that are little scumbags. They're jealous little scumbags. And if they don't get their own way, they're trying to be scumbags. That's why. It has nothing to do with them having principles. They're crybaby scumbags. That's why. Because it's real simple. Listen, it's real simple. It's real simple to be this principled conservative. And when a hack or or uh, uh, play the whole, I corner them now. With. So, uh, uh, you support Donald Trump? You support? Uh, the things that he's about women, use of old conservatives say, uh, listen, uh, well, here's the thing. Do I disagree with Donald Trump on this issue? Yeah. Do I disagree with Donald Trump? Do you disagree with Donald Trump? He's talked about this set people. I disagree with Donald Trump about the things said on that. Uh, Billy Book tape, a hundred, yeah, but, well, all of those things added up still don't equal the damage that Hillary Clinton can do to this country. So, yes, I disagree with Donald Trump on a lot of these issues, and I think some of the things that he said are horrible, but. I would rather take that than Hillary Clinton any day. Thank you and good night or good app, whatever. But they don't. And that's all they'd have to say. And that would shut down Wolf Blitz. That would shut down all of them. And no one, no one could then write a story about John McCain or any of these other a-holes. And go, oh, so by them supporting Donald Trump, they support X, Y, Z. They wouldn't be able to do that. They wouldn't be able to do that because they would have already said, I don't support X, Y, Z, what Donald Trump said, but I would rather have all of those laws than Hillary Clinton because she's horrible, she's corrupt. The thing she represents is hard, and that's it. And they don't, because they're selfish, little, crybaby bitches. So Erickson and the rest actually think that because Hillary Clinton is so despised, because she is so hated, and because all of these scandals will not end, that come four years from now, they could put a Mike Pence or a Marco Rubio or whoever. And it will be a cakewalk 
for them to reclaim the White House. And that's what they have in their brains. And if Donald Trump is the president, then that throws their scenarios right in the trash. And they can't have that. So should Hillary Clinton win, you're going to see a presidency that is going to be a disaster. A disaster of proportions. Epic proportions. So don't believe the polls. Get out and vote. Get out there and vote. Because it really is that simple. It's either Trump or Hillary. That simple. You don't have to agree with everything that Donald Trump says. You don't have to agree with everything Donald Trump does. But the question should be, Who, who would you rather have, warts and all, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? Warts and all. And look at it this way. If there's ten things that you want. There's 10 things that you want. Hillary's got 10 things. Donald Trump has got 10 things. Those 10 things are something you want. You want those 10 things. Who do you think is going to give you something out of those 10 things? Who's going to give you at least one? Guarantee you. Out of the ten, you're going to at least get one Donald Trump. One. Hillary, you're getting nothing. Do you understand me? You're getting nothing. Nothing. You're getting absolutely nothing. End of story. End of story. Play the never Trump game and go, well, I'll deal with her for four years and I know I'll get my thing. Don't play that game because you need the people like me. You need the Trump people, in order to get your thing in years. If you believe, listen to me, you guys, we're out of here. It's 920. We're out. You guys have been great. Don't forget, 
Listen to the show on Spreaker. Listen to the show on Blog Talk. Listen to the show on iTunes. Listen to the show on iHeartRadio. If you got a, a car, like a nice car, well, you don't even have to have a nice car. Well, you can't have a, a jalopy. Okay? You can't have a bad ombre car. You got to have a, a car that has a nice digital dashboard thing in jig. You put it on iHeartRadio, you, you dial us up, you listen to the show. End of story. That's a mic drop. Okay? So, this is Carrie Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You've been the best, been the greatest. That's all I could say. You've been the greatest. And we'll see you then. All right. Goodbye.